0: hello everyone welcome back to another episode of the digest and invest podcast brought to you by Etoro. Uh, as usual i'm joined by the main man josh gilbert based out in sydney australia and i am sam north the trading school lead here in the uk but first of all before we get into it josh how are you
1: yeah i'm good sam yeah always good to be here i'm getting myself uh all ready for for the ashes to kick off here in australia in the next couple of weeks i'm excited the teams run out yesterday so um i've actually got front row tickets for one of the tests in sydney in the barmy army so i'm going to do the english proud i'm going to go in a nice fancy dress and make sure i get myself on sky sports so for anybody watching or listening watch the sky sports watch the ashes it's going to be on the on the saturday test uh, you might see Josh Gilbert in the front row in uh in fancy dress. I'll update the listeners close to the time of the fancy dress. But
0: yeah, 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 absolutely. Well maybe the listeners decide what you wear. Uh although yes. that can be quite dangerous, really. Um but, uh yeah, I'm, wow, that's amazing. I'm so jealous. Um it's not it's not, not not the Boxing Day one, is it?
1: No, it's gonna be in so, is that in Melbourne?
0: Is that right? Melbourne,
1: yeah, yeah. So they do it at the MCG. It's like a hundred thousand capacity. Yeah. So, yeah, it's going to be in the new year. So we we got till January. So if anyone wants to send any suggestions, yeah. then feel free because we're still deciding right now. So,
0: fantastic! I'm so jealous. Um, on the on the podcast this week, um, we've we well for our wonderful listeners, I thought we could go for a few things. Uh, and as we approach the, the back end of the year and Christmas, we can discuss a Santa rally and what exactly that is uh also inflation in the us came at what like a 30-year high so we can we can sort of go through that and discuss what it means for the markets and then a, a little crypto update as well as they, they had a, a quite an interesting day yesterday how does that sound
1: yep sounds good the good old santa rally um and i'm sure a lot of people will want to know what's going on in the crypto world a Little just having a look today uh, this morning fifty-nine thousand six hundred and fifty. so we under 60,000 today to, to start obviously the the UK and US session so it'd be interesting so
0: yeah i mean by the end of the podcast it could be it could be 62,000 or it could be 50 it could we'll keep
1: an eye on it the, the the constant update we'll see where we get to by the end
0: yeah be- before we get into the Santa rally uh, i've got a question for you and because mm. i was going through my instagram and there was a load of christmas trees appearing um, in your opinion is it acceptable to have your Christmas tree up? Or when is it acceptable, I should say?
1: This is a big question. Um, and I hate to admit it, mine's already up. Uh, it's up. Uh, look, I'm not happy about it. I can't lie. I actually was able to put it off by a couple of days. Um, but we are away for Christmas this year and uh, and the other half wanted it up, which I can understand. I wanted to make the most of Christmas. But... Still feels very premature to me. I'm not sure I'm a fan, but I'm gonna get into the Christmas spirit, try and enjoy it while it's up. What are you saying? How, when's acceptable? First of December.
0: The first of December for me. Yeah. The first of December. listen, I love Christmas. I think it's a great season. Um, but first of first of December for me, uh, and a fake Christmas tree, not a
1: real one. But uh a uh, yeah. Mine's a here I can't. Yeah, I can't claim it? a real one. I'm in Australia anyway, so it's probably even harder to come across over here. <laughs> yeah,
0: so. true true okay santa rally then what is it is there method to the madness are we in a in for a push higher into into the back end of the year what are we thinking
1: so yeah, there is a bit of method to the madness yeah so in in short the santa rally is a it's a nice sustained rise in the value of shares during december uh, very similar to uh you know the other older old age acronyms that we have selling may go away etc um You know, it discovered in the early 70s for, you know, a nice little bit of background by an analyst called Yale Hirsch. Uh, He noticed the frequency of shares rising over this period. So it usually comes from an increase when we have this holiday spending um, optimism over the Christmas season. You know, we just mentioned it there. We all love Christmas and it's the old, you know, it's Christmas, you know, treat yourself um and i think that tends to play out a fair bit um but it's mainly we see investors position for the year ahead in the us a big one is we've got the sort of the tax considerations to take into account um here in in oz it's april to april but in in the us it's january to december tax season so there's a bit of adjustment there Uh, they've obviously got to take that into account and obviously we start to see companies beginning to outline their sort of year ahead views as well you know, JP and the big name banks will sort of come through and, and give their targets for the year ahead. So it's not just a, you know, a myth that that sort of is with it. Um, the stats sort of do back it up. You know, if we look at the median monthly returns from the S&P 500 over the last, say, I think it's 50 years, December is the best performing month, right? Um, with around 1.7% average returns. So it's not just a myth. There is, there is something there, but with anything past performance is not a guide to future performance as we very well know um and it's obviously not very reliable either so anything can't always happen. It just seems to be a bit of a trend that picks up towards the end of the year. We obviously had US retail sales better than expected overnight, 1.7% month over month, and the strongest uh, in six months as well. So it's a good start to obviously this sort of Q4 holiday spending season, and again, helps support that sort of Santa rally theory, really. Um, We know consumers right now have, have sort of excess savings. After obviously a long time of savings, limited travel, limited spending due to the pandemic and uncertainty that comes with it. And then we'll come on to it in a minute. But we've also got inflation to take into account. Uh, And when we do tend to see inflation, uh, consumers tend to, to actually spend rather than holding on to capital, because let's say if we go and buy a TV today, you know, consumers are worried that next year that TV could cost, you know, 10 times more, you know, 10% more. So that that sort of aspect also plays out. So will we see the Santa rally this year? Well, we will have to obviously wait and see, but we've had a strong run so far leading in. You know, we've had a, a bit of a lead in from Halloween, you know, a bit of a, you know, the Ghostbusters leading us in. Um, but the S&P 500 up 5% in the last month, the Nasdaq up 7.2%. So like I say, strong run in. Uh, hopefully we can continue it to to end the year out
0: yeah very strong rain. very strong and incredible rise really from that sort of back end of september beginning of october to where we are where we are now uh inflation at 6.2 percent is this a worry for for the markets I and mean, you mentioned their retail sales was was good as well um best in or strongest in in six months which is which is great but you know what does this mean you know what are your what are your thoughts on it on it on it all
1: Yeah, well, you mentioned it just at the start that obviously inflation has surged to obviously that highest level since Mm -hmm. 1990, Um, obviously with that October 6.2 increase. So I think we're going to see obviously investors start to refocus attention, looking at those inflation risks, but I think it's unlikely that we'll see the force. To, to, it will see the the Fed force to, to sort of change their sort of gradual tightening sort of course and policy um, or derail sort of the growth that we are seeing in, in equity markets. Um, and then there was obviously a clear pickup uh, with prices rising 0.9% versus last month's 0.4% increase. This was led by mainly energy prices, but was sort of quite broadly based as well. Um, and it also comes on the back of obviously Chinese producers and consumer inflation Rising more than expected as well, um, and what we've seen, we, we've obviously seen the investors are starting to sort of have a bit of a move around with the portfolio. Um, these sort of inflation fears, if you like, have, have seen the the dollar uh, index boost, and obviously the USD has got a nice lift. It's up about one percent um, within the last. Uh, sort of five or so days and and gold is has rallied about 5% since sort of early November. Um, And I think that's, you know, investors positioning for a potentially slightly more hawkish Fed um, and then obviously looking to potentially rotate into, you know, those other assets that offer a hedge against um, inflation. And and those are the two assets right there. Um, But I think we can probably expect inflation to stay higher for longer, but then to ease during 2022. And we're going to see those economic growth rates sort of fall back we'll see supply chains adjust um and you know so far so good um you know with supply chains really i wouldn't say there's anybody that's been massively affected by supply chains you could say yes okay apple with productions but my my partner ordered an iphone four weeks ago and it's on the way so um there's no real supply chain issues there so so far you know equity markets have reacted well um, the VIX is around sort of 16% meaning that sentiments pretty calm you know investors are reacting well to the news right now um, but obviously that movement in gold and the dollar that I mentioned shows there's still that sort of level of anxiety and if we go back to early November we did a, an, uh, an investor survey here at eToro uh, and the biggest Um, sort of risk and the the biggest worry for them was inflation and of course you know rising interest rates as well but from that survey we also saw that investors are continuously diversifying more people now own crypto than commodities or currencies so it also seems that more than ever investors are you know seeing crypto as a a great hedge against inflation we know it's still you know in its infancy we know it's still got a, a long way to go but I think ultimately, you know, we're seeing more and more people move towards, you know, crypto, and you know, Bitcoin's gone from what, you know, twenty thousand at the start of this year, and now it's at sixty thousand. That will that will help you beat inflation for sure. So,
0: yeah, I mean, I mean, speaking of of crypto, it was about sort of two p.m. UK time yesterday, and I and I logged on to, to Twitter after um after a webinar I did, and uh, two of the the top trending things were buy the dip. And crypto trading. Uh, so before we get into that, what uh what are your thoughts on on the whole sort of crypto space at the moment? You mentioned the trading in and around sort of fifty nine, so under sixty k at the moment.
1: Yeah, um I will tell you what, talking about buy the dip, it would be great. We could create a phrase book, couldn't we, from twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one? We could help the world understand all this craziness that's been going on. But look, I don't mind a correction. To be honest, I'm just sort of sat here looking at the the prices as we go, but. It's always healthy to see a bit of a pullback. Um, it sets, you know, always sets a bit of fear into the market when we see the the red. But this is when we tend to see people accumulate around this time, buying the dip. You know, the maxis are, are taking all full advantage of any weakness in the in the price. But again, you know, we're slightly below sixty k Bitcoin. We're slightly b- above four k for Ethereum. Ethereum was just at a new all time high two three weeks ago. So there's no reason to panic. There's nothing really to worry about. Again, we know that when crypto sells off, it sells off harder than any other asset. And and again, that's part of understanding what you're going to be getting from crypto assets when you invest. But I think part of that sell-off, a couple of reasons for it. Firstly, it could have been sparked by the passing of the new infrastructure bill in the US, uh, which was obviously signed by Joe Biden. In that, the bill includes tax reporting and provisions that apply to crypto assets and NFTs. So again, they the, the Fed of and the... Um, the SEC and the U.S. government have said for a long time they're really going to crack down on this, you know, because we're seeing huge gains from from crypto uh, and <laughs> the government want their slice. And we also had the rejection of the Vanek Bitcoin at spot ETF as well with the SEC saying it was slightly too Im- early to implement that push back on it. Um, but they are still Vanek launched their futures ETF overnight. So the futures ETF is, you know, it's a great start, but the spot may be a bit of a way away yet. Um however i think this might stall the narrative that some have of seeing hundred thousand dollars by the end of the year on bitcoin i don't think this sort of pullback's really going to dampen sentiment too much we've got some strong fundamentals there pointing towards a year end one of those fundamentals is essentially what we see is is basically bitcoin levels on exchanges so it's a really great um, option to, to use. So you can use something like Glassnode or CryptoQuant to, to sort of check this data. And what it tells you is, is that it's basically the, the, the old age of supply and demand, right? So when we see Bitcoin, uh, the, the level on exchange is dropping, that means that more Bitcoin is being purchased and it's being kept offline in cold storage wallets. And it's, so that means it's not easy for investors to then move that back and sell it to cash um, or into other altcoins. Um, and we're actually seeing this level at one of the lowest levels that we've seen in the past sort of two or three years. that's really important it shows that demand is strong and supply is dropping and we know how supply and demand works we don't need to explain that Um, but that is a great fundamental for for crypto and ultimately especially for bitcoin with its finite supply you know that's why it's it's so important um and we spoke about inflation already um but obviously that that inflation print last week you know i spoke about crypto a moment ago with um investors moving towards it I think it illustrates more than ever that keeping cash in the bank will mean your dollars whittle away over time. That purchasing power goes away. And as a result, investors are going to turn towards these financial assets such as Bitcoin, like I mentioned. And it's continuing to looking to assert itself as a serious choice for a hedge against inflation. Again, still in its infancy, really. Um, But as I say, it's really looking to to assert itself. And obviously we had that all-time high uh, of 69,000 last week after that inflation print came through. So super
0: super so uh there well what day is it today it's Wednesday losing my days uh tomorrow uh at 1pm UK time so depending when people are listening to this but there is uh, a crypto 2022 outlet um which I'm which I'm hosting which I'm looking forward to and one of the, the questions I'm keen to sort of have answered on that is what are people most excited about whether that be DeFi nft or meme coin so seeing as I have you right now uh for next year which one For you, are you, Josh Gilbert? What one are you most excited Mm. about?
1: So for me, it's going to be a bit of a mix between NFTs and assets that are involved with content creation, metaverse, gaming, YouTube. I think this is going to be huge. Um, I really do. Um, I just spoke to you, Sam, before we started (laughs) the podcast and I have just bought an NFT today. Um,
0: Tell our our, our, our listeners what? NFT, it was right.
1: So it and was. For those it was, that
0: are watching on YouTube, you can actually show them right now
1: if you want. Okay, to. Okay, yeah, we'll do that. Yeah. So it's actually a Koala Intelligence Agency ETF, uh, not an ETF. I've said ETF NFT. Yeah. Um, and here is the. Can we see uh, that? Those right? that
0: are listening on the podcast, it's on his on his Twitter as well.
1: Yeah, have a look. Check um. Out so uh so yeah i think it's pretty cool um but you know for me it's a bit of both for me it's an investment so we'll see and i think you know part of that right now is 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 really big there's that it's huge right now um and i think um play to earn assets metaverse i think these will bring a lot of utility and we'll see a lot of big creators using these assets particularly as we see more and more of the world adopt crypto and nfts Um, I went to a watch shop today in Sydney and my friend said, can I buy a watch with crypto? He said, I will be, we'll be accepting crypto from next week. Right. So it's just this continuous adoption. Um, We know how big social media is now. Influencers are a huge part of our everyday lives. So giving away for creators to have their own tokens will be really big. I'm a really big fan of um, trying to help those, you know, creators, leverage that and i think that would be really big you know you've got you know guys on youtube like mr beast For people who you know have seen his videos on facebook i'm sure everyone has might have heard of him in the past but he has 75 million followers on youtube so there has to be some you know he gives away hundreds of thousands of dollars in his videos so i think there's definitely utility there and then i think We've got crypto assets out there that are launching music NFTs. So you can actually have the option to have a crop, copyright of music issued on the blockchain. Um, you know, so that that music is then owned by, say, Sony uh, or whatever it might be as an NFT. And I think that the potential to have that is is there. Um, you've also then got the potential to invest into emerging musicians as well. So imagine having the opportunity to invest into an Ed Sheeran NFT in 2010 and then still owning it now you know that has a lot of potential so i also like assets um we've just added it onto etoro such as Chili's um chz which is involved with with football and sports we know we know we love our football and sports one here sam um you've got your fan tokens so I think for me, that general consensus is creative fan tokens. Um, you know, NFTs. You know, you've got um, Decentraland on Etoro. Um, you've got Engine on Etoro. These sorts of assets. Um, you know, that will really help um, us explore the metaverse, um, help people create content, NFTs, etc. Um, so yeah, that's that's what I'm I'm going to be looking at in the next year.
0: Yeah, I mean, NFTs would have been my answer. Um, When I was in Lisbon, um, there was a a CEO I interviewed called Nicholas Julia, who his company or this company called Serer is NFTs and football and you're trading these cards and it's fantastic. And you've had like some of the investors have been Antoine Griezmann, Andre Schurler, who are obviously well-known footballers. Uh, And when I was thinking about it, it's not a surprise that Antoine Griezmann has invested because there's all those... Pictures of him playing like Football Manager and stuff. He just loves all of that. So yeah, yeah, yeah the opportunity to trade entities, yeah, um, it's not too, not too surprising. Uh, taking this conversation to football to wrap it up. It's, it's your team Liverpool versus my team Arsenal coming up this weekend, five thirty UK time. So that will be
1: four thirty in the morning. Brilliant.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Cheers. Um Predictions.
1: uh I've got to be positive, haven't I? I can't be down. I'm going to go 3-1 us. We love playing against you. I can't remember the last time you lot ever got a result against us. So I'm going to go Salah double. Jota's going to get one as well. But you guys have been in form. I'll give you that. We we chatted about this the other day. You, know, you guys have had a really decent bit of run. But we've got to bounce back from that loss last week against West Ham. So 3-1 Liverpool. Let's have it on the podcast next week. <laughs> Come on, the well, boys. <laughs> well,
0: you say that we beat you in the Community Shield. I mean, I know that's a glorified friendly, mm. and we beat you at the, the back end of the pandemic season. We don't win at Anfield. That's true, and I think you will win three nil. But um, mm. you never know. Stranger things have happened. Um,
1: Emil Smith Rowe is going to bag for you, hundred percent baller.
0: What a baller! What a yeah. baller! Uh, guys, thank you very much for for making it this far, and do go and check out Josh's uh, NFT. Uh, on his on his twitter page uh and also you can go to the toro academy to find out more about anything you want really it's fantastic uh, webinars guides podcasts all up there for you we've got the end of year outlooks coming up so do check those out as well uh josh and i will be back next week um josh have a good rest of uh of your your evening um and week, and hopefully you you wake up at 4 30 and have a miserable morning
1: Yeah, well, thank you, Sam, and uh, we'll be back next week when uh, Liverpool have beaten Arsenal. So I hope everyone enjoys the rest of the week, and we'll see you back here next week.
0: Take care, guys. Have a good one. You've been listening to Digest and Invest from eToro. For more information, visit etoro.com.